you know, show the customer what they're breathing, show, you know, have them involved in the process. And it's not like we're not doing, we're not trying to do a scare tactic here. We're just trying to, Hey, customer, this is what you, you know, this is what your system is like, and this is what you're breathing. Welcome back to the smart HVAC marketing podcast. The podcast for HVAC contractors who are ready to quit screwing around and begin growing their business. My name is Eric Thomas and I am the host of the show and today we're joined by Grimes Heating and Cooling and we're going to talk about how the recent climate changes in California have affected their business. I am basically run the residential side of heating and air conditioning sales and uh, support for the residential side for Grimes. Um, I had my own HVAC business in Yuba City which I, um, Scott bought for me about two and a half years ago. So we merged companies. And um, so my, my strong suit is definitely And that's what I, um, trying to grow with this business. Cool. So you guys also do commercial as well, I take it? Yes, we do. Um, Scott runs most of the commercial stuff. Um, but yes, commercial and residential. Cool. So since merging with Scott, what have been some ways that you've grown the residential side of the business? Um, we're trying to, you know, the, in today's market, we're trying to um, use more financing because uh, that's a huge tool um, that a lot of people like to take advantage of. And, um, that was one of my great successes in, in my business was the, um, the financing aspect of the business. And, um, so I've, I've been trying to key in on, on, on that, um, trying to get our, you know, trying to constantly improve our quality and our customer relations and, uh, but I would say our biggest piece to the puzzle that we're implementing and trying to perfect is definitely financing. So, so with financing, how do you um, overcome some of those objections from customers who are on the fence about receiving service and aren't sure if financing is a good option? Um, well, I mean, out here in California, you know, we have, we basically we have four seasons and our winters aren't as harsh as our summers. Um, but you know, it's definitely easy to push product and, um, sales when the comfort level is not great. Um, so it's a lot harder during the fall and spring when the weather's nice. Um, so it's been kind of our thing is, is, you know, building rapport with customers and trying to, um, I just, I, you know, a lot of people nowadays just like to finance things. They'd rather have a monthly payment and a lot of people don't have, you know, $15,000 set aside for a new heating and air conditioning system. And usually they don't break out, they don't break down at the most opportune times. They're usually breaking down when, you know, when the, they're in the, under the most stress, which is middle of winter or summer. And, um, I just, 
so we're trying to implement the financing to make it just easier on the customer to be comfortable and deal with air quality issues. We've had, you know, really bad air quality the last few summers with fires and, and stuff. And um, so people, we want people to feel safe in their own home and comfortable. Yeah. And that's, um, that's a big drive. So with some of that air quality, um, what are, what are some of the ways that the outdoor climate has affected the, the indoor, uh, air quality out in California? Well, um, you know, our energy costs are super high in California, very high. And, um, so a very nice way to cool a home at night, we have our, our nights cool off substantially. So we can have, you know, a 20, 20 degree, 20 to 30 degree swing from the heat of the day to at night when it cools down. So house fans are used quite a bit out here. And actually in most of the title 24s, they're, um, they're being mandated in homes. However, if the air quality is bad, you don't want to open up your windows and bring all that, all that outside, you know, it's supposed to be fresh, but, um, the last few summers, I mean, this last summer, we had weeks when it was like doomsday, just black, like gray black skies from the smoke. It was horrible. And um, so you don't, you know, the, the least amount of outside air coming into the home is what people, you know, they're trying to keep their doors, windows closed and rely wholly on their HVAC system. But when you're living in a house and in there, uh, especially especially in the recent times, you know, you got kids home from school, you got people working at home. And so you, you get a family that just is sitting in the house with no, no great filtration or um, uh, it just, the house gets stuffy, germs get spread around. Um, it's just like a, a breeding ground for very bad air quality. Yeah. So with the, with the, with the fires last year and with some of those days, like you were talking about that were doom and gloom outside, how did that affect your day-to-day operations? Um, I don't know that it really, I mean, we still had guys running and we were still super busy. Um, just everywhere you went though. I mean, I guess this year or the last year, it was definitely um, exaggerated because you couldn't go to, you know, the mall or the store and get cool and get some, you know, get some fresh air. You, we were locked in our homes, you know? So, um, but even like in a commercial basis, you know, California requires, um, you know, 10 to 15% fresh air drawn into the building at all times. And they're starting to implement that on, on new construction residential, um, 10% fresh air. <clears throat> but when it's, uh, you know, when it's a really bad smoky day and you're bringing in 10%, I mean, it's just, it's just not a great combo. And, um, but I would say overall, you know, we tried to, be safe with, um, 
you know, masks and, and trying to keep our guys as safe as possible. Um, but it's just, it's just an awareness that, uh, you know, that the customers, a lot of them don't realize how, you know, how dirty their ducks are, how dirty their equipment is, you know, they're just running it. They're not necessarily, they're not the professional. So they don't see day in and day out the, the, how their equipment is functioning and how, how clean or dirty it is. Yeah. Um, you know, so that's, that's our job as technicians. And that's what I'm trying to get our guys to get better at is, Hey, you know, show the customer what they're breeding show, you know, have them involved in the process. And it's not like we're not doing, we're not trying to do a scare tactic here. We're just trying to, Hey, this is customer. This is what you, you know, this is what your system is like, and this is what you're breathing. Yeah. And, um, you know, so <clears throat> it's, it's definitely a changing, um, a changing market here. Yeah. Yeah. I recently had some HVAC work done in my home and what opened our eyes a lot was we have a vent, obviously it's facing the window and we had some white curtains and we looked up at the curtains and where the vent was angled towards the curtain, there was like a black spot on the, on the white curtains. Mm-hmm. And I was like, we're breathing, <laughs> we're breathing that. So right. uh, that's when we decided we were, needed some HVAC work done. Sure. Um, so do you guys notice a big uptick in sales for air duct services like cleaning or for like air scrubbers or indoor air quality services? Um, yes, but not, not as much as I would have thought. Um, we did definitely see an uptick in like duct cleaning and um, equipment cleaning, but as far as air scrubbers and stuff, I just don't know if the, um, I don't know if it's, if that's like, not been commercialized or advertised properly, but that's, that has been kind of a hurdle to, to get over, um, is air scrubbers. I, I try to, you know, write it in on every contract when I sell a job, but if the customer doesn't know, you know, what they're breathing and what, like, like you said with the curtains, if, if a customer doesn't, I mean, kind of heating and air conditioning is kind of out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. And so if it's running and you're comfortable, you don't really think about it. I mean, a lot, we are, we have really hard time even getting customers to change filters regularly, you know? So, um, but that's, that plays a huge part too. If you, you know, if you change your filters monthly or at least check them monthly to see what the quality of, you know, air or the contamination that it's picking up, those, the more often you change those, A, the system's going to be more efficient and B, your air is going to be cleaner. Um, a Merv eight filter, they don't, they don't do a whole lot of capturing, but they do. Okay. You know? And, um, so it's just, you know, it's just an awareness and trying to make people aware that, Hey, this, this is, this is something that is very needed. Um, but sometimes you, you know, we're not a forced sales company like a scare tactic company. So we'll give you the option. And if you want it, here it is. If not, that, that's fine. We're not, we don't have hurt feelings, but we at least wanted to give you the option that this and provide you with the data that this works and you will have a cleaner, safer home. Yeah. So on the, on the marketing side, um, 
what are some things that y'all have done in the past few years that you've really seen success with for new customer acquisition? Um, you know, we, we've tried, um, I have with my old company, we had very good Yelp reviews. And so we've, we've kind of dabbled a little bit with Yelp. Um, I haven't spent a ton of money there, but we've dabbled a little bit with Yelp and, um, Scott has a bill, a billboard that runs, um, in town or a couple of them. Um, I think those have brought some customers, but really our customer base is, is, and has been word of mouth. I mean, that is the biggest, that's our biggest asset is word of mouth customers and, um, you know, doing a good job for somebody where they, where they are so excited to tell somebody else about it. I mean, that's really how we've grown. And I would say probably our best marketing has been word of mouth. Yeah. So how do you measure that? Like with the billboard and with word of mouth, do you ask the customers like, Hey, how'd you hear about us? Or do you just um, know? Cause they've, no, we for... try to ask or we'll have a customer that says, hey, I was referred, you know, when they call the office, hey, I was referred by such and such and I need this done on my house. Yeah. So, we, you know, we try to feel it out and um, see where, where, how they got acquired and where, where they, you know, we're trying, we're, we're on the fence with the billboard thing. We're going to leave it for another year or so, but I just don't know. Um, I don't know if that type of marketing is hugely effective um so we're still we're still <laughs> we're still trying to finesse that and figure out yeah. what what our best uh you know dollar for dollar acquisition really is yeah so have y'all ever tried any form of like digital advertising or uh like online advertising um i have before um just I've just ran a couple small campaigns when I was first starting, um, but really didn't have the implementation or the knowledge of tracking whether it did any good or not. Yeah. Um, you know, so, I mean, that's really, I mean, that's on, on the marketing side. If you're not going to track it, it's, it's extremely hard to know what's working. Right. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, that's kind of, a new evolution that we're trying to work into is do better on tracking uh, so that we, you know, we are, cause we do want to invest back into the business and spend money on advertising, but we also don't want to throw it down a rabbit hole. We want to make sure we're putting it to something that's actually acquiring us something good. Um, <clears throat> I've always done really good with home shows and, and stuff like that because I like, I like person to person dealings. Mm-hmm. And I like, you know, customers to meet who they're actually, you know, supporting and doing business with. And um, so, you know, we, I used to run two or three home shows a year, not a ton, but, but I, I got good, you know, I acquired good customers out of that. And, um, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's still something that we're trying to, we're definitely trying to dial in is, yeah. is marketing. So do you all have, I, I imagine 2020 was probably a wash for the home shows. Do you have any coming up this year? Yeah, I think we have, um, I'm going to try to get in. We should have one in March 
usually have a spring and a fall um, here, mm-hmm. and we have one in Yuba City, one in Chico. So, uh, so we'll have probably four to six shows that I'd like to run this year. Yeah, um, you know, and that's just it's all just trying to get our our brand out there and our you know make customers aware that hey, we're here, we're in your neighborhood, give us yeah. a shot. So, what are some you know? things you do? What are some things you do at the home show uh, to get people drawn to your booth? Um, we'll set up um, we'll set up some equipment, but we'll do like um, like if you sign up for a maintenance today, you know we'll give you a forty nine dollar maintenance, or we'll give you a um, hundred dollars, you know, credit towards a, a repair. Um, I've given away t-shirts and hats um the last one i was in this has been two years ago but i actually gave away um those recyclable bags and you know so people went around they went around the whole home there was hundreds of them floating around the home show so it's just great advertising throughout the whole thing so um I, th- I definitely think we would do the bags again um coupled with some some sort of a you know a prom- promotional kind of a deal yeah um you know but just trying to i mean we're okay i'm okay to just cover costs on those type of calls so hey if we can do a 49 dollars special let's do it and uh, i mean it's not even going to cover our costs but it'll it'll get us in the door so that we can show that customer hey this is what we're all about yeah that value-based upsell yep exactly so have you seen a lot of success with that where you you give them the good discount at the home show or uh, in person like that. And then when you've gone to do the service, you've been able to identify a, a, a real issue and solve it for them. Yes, absolutely. I've, I've seen that. Um, I've ran that consistently um, over the last five years, you know, like a spring $49 spring tune up or mm-hmm. a $49 fall tune up. And, you know, because, um, I feel like that that just gets us in the door where m- my personal opinion is is that once me or my guys meet somebody like they have the personalities and they have the professionalism that that a customer is you know and and the honesty we have honesty integrity and we're not there to rip you off we're there to solve a problem and to actually make you more comfortable and all the while why why save while saving some money at the same time so 100 percent, every system i mean i've seen very few systems that have that are installed right or actually operating properly every system needs something you know it needs some some sort of a maintenance portion or a repair portion done to it and um so getting the, getting our foot in the door where we can actually perform in front of the customer is our biggest challenge. Yeah. And like you said earlier, it's, it's an out of sight, out of mind kind of thing. So the customer usually doesn't even know that their ducts are leaking or, you know, exactly you know, all their heat's going to the attic or whatever. Exactly. Uh, that's awesome. So, so in all your years of, of doing HVAC work, what's the craziest thing you've ever seen on a job? Oh, 
you know. Um, I don't know. I might have to circle back around to that. <laughs> <laughs> Been that many experiences, huh? Yeah. I mean, I've done – we've done a lot of work. I, I've done a lot of um, – I've been doing this for this is my 22nd year doing this. So I've been oh, doing it a long time. Yeah. I, I have done a lot of residential, um, probably 15 of it's been residential and probably eight of it has been commercial. So, I mean, I've seen a lot of kitchens, a lot of kitchens um, and a lot of, a lot of homes, but um, I don't, I don't really have just a pinpointed, uh, job that just stands out in my mind. Yeah. Well, okay. What what's something about about your your area in California that most people wouldn't realize? Someone in Virginia Beach wouldn't know about our our area here. Yeah. Um. Well, where where we are at, we are at, at my house. I'm. Uh, Two and a half hours from the ocean, um, an hour and a half from the snow. Um, we have a gr- lot of great, a lot of great lakes. I have like, I don't know, eight, six to eight lakes within an hour of me um, for summertime water sports and, and stuff like that. Um, it's, I don't know, it's a, where we live is just a, it's a, beautiful place to live it's um but there's fire there's fires that happen every year uh, yeah, the last few years yeah unfortunately um but overall it's been i mean i've lived here all my life i was born and i was born an hour away from here so um it's always been a great a great great place to live and uh, i mean you know our climate's pretty our climate's pretty good we very rarely get snow or overly harsh harsh weather so i think the coldest has been this year is probably 32 yeah um yeah so we have we have we have good weather and uh i don't know there's a lot of a lot lot of hiking a lot of a lot of fun things to do around here nice out of curiosity have you ever heard of a fella um He's on Instagram. His name is uh, his channel name is Walker's Woodworks. No, I haven't. Uh, well, he he's based in the same area, and I was just I didn't know if you he he does woodworking tutorials and um, all kinds of cool stuff online. Um, but I was talking with him a little bit earlier this summer about the fires, and it seems like it really had a pretty big impact on a lot of folks there out in California. Yeah. Uh, do you think? Do you think that like fire season is going to become like the fifth season in California now or hoping that it might die off? Um, I think, I don't know. I mean, we've always been susceptible to fires. I think there has been, uh, I mean, we have, we just have a lot of, we have a lot of area in California that is not maintained or it's, you know, it's just grows wild. And, um, so I think, I think that the populated areas, I don't, I don't think that, um, I mean, I, I don't see it continuing to happen over and over and over again. I think the implementations and 
the all the maintenance that especially like the utilities are doing right now to keep their lines clear and and stuff like that there's there's definitely a lot i see a lot of effort being put into not having a fifth season um mm -hmm. you know and I, we've always had fires i mean i mean i can remember back 20 years we've had you know worse fire seasons some are worse than others um but i think the last three to four years has really with actually going in and whole towns being burnt out that is like a new phenomenon that's something that hasn't happened before you know the forests have caught on fire but these whole towns and populated areas that's definitely a new kind of a new chapter yeah well so are there is there anything else that you would want anyone listening to this to know or uh maybe any uh things you'd like to promote while you're on the show well, yeah, we're just a, you know, we're a, we're a small business that is in um, trying to trying to grow here. Um, <clears throat> we're not going anywhere. We we have um, Scott and I are very devoted to the business and and uh, to acquiring customers and making our you know, having, having happy customers. And, uh, you know, I've, I've lost a lot of sleep at night because of an upset customer or something like that. And we go to any length that we have to, to make it right. And, um, so, um, you know, I, I would say if, if, uh, you're in our surrounding areas here and, uh, ever need heating and air work, we would be very happy to come out and, um, give us a shot. That's what I could say. This cold weather cannot last forever. And soon, homeowners will be calling HVAC companies for their spring AC tune-up. Let's make sure that your business is top of mind and top of search when they are looking for HVAC services. Contact Rival Digital today, and we can get you set up with a custom digital marketing strategy so that you can crush your competition and grow your business this spring. 